The Feywild is a land of soft lights and wonder, a place of music, a place of death, a realm of everlasting twilight where deliciously tempered breezes send fat fireflies bobbing through fields and forests. The Witchlight Carnival can get you there. Move quickly if you find it, adventurer, for the eight-year tour is nearly at an end. Something is wrong in the Feywild. A place known as Presphere is under the influence of something else. Restore to right all that has been made wrong. Become the hero you long to be, adventurer. And trust in this. The Witchlight Carnival is so much more than you realize. Welcome to Wizards and Wine, the wild beyond the Witchlight, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Enough about food. Uh, welcome to Wizards and Wine. <laughs> we are playing through the Wild Beyond the Witchlight, and uh, we are about to get started with the Halifax table. Uh, if you've been following along, we've got two, two tables right now playing through the Wild Beyond the Witchlight, and uh, the actions of each table impacts the game of the other in weird and interesting, hopefully. What happened last week with the Vegas table is uh, an entire section of this chapter now that the Halifax group um, just gets to go right past. Uh, it the, the way that it played out was not at all the way that I anticipated any of it, but isn't that just how D&D goes sometimes? With that said, it has been also a minute since we've been able to play. Uh, we've had hurricanes roll through Halifax. Um, what else happened? There was something else, wasn't there? Haven't we missed like two games or was that almost today because of Thanksgiving? No, we, we missed two. We've missed two, yeah. Uh, There's so. one where, not, where you were away and... Right, yes. Uh, so it has been a little Before while. that I had COVID, but I played. Right, yes, because you're a trooper. Um, but, um, hopefully, uh, between the three of us, we can piece together a little bit of what happened the last time we played. Um, and we usually, we throw it to Aaron. Aaron, do you still have notes? Uh, I don't know if these are the right notes though. Okay. Uh, well, give me a little bit of it and, and we can confirm. Uh, okay. It says, uh, okay, hold on. It says, on a raft, mmm, smells like fruit, fruity smelling moss nap. Does that sound right? <laughs> that may have been, I mean, that was when you guys went to Telemy Hill and met Jingle Jangle. And yes. actually, I think that's the right one because you guys met Jingle Jangle and then uh, you crossed the stream. There was a nightmare. Yeah, the trees are alive and talking. We lost Oliver. Yes. Now we're going after a key to visit a key goblin. At the mm -hmm. top of the hill, Cypress gave the goblino a cupcake. She became invisible, and then we got the fairy dragon key. Uh, Egg Dang Long Scarf has Jingle Jangle's truffles. Period. Okay, next. We got a bonus key from Tree. It was super cute. 10 out of 10. Doubt it can get better than this place. <laughs> <laughs> Going to go free Tolliver. Uh, we decided to go back to the hill to find Tolliver. On the raft, we got stopped by stilt walkers, and Apple tried to trade trousers for an egg. I believe that was successful trade. It was yes. successful. Yeah. Okay. I remember that part. That's oh, all I got. Yeah. You guys uh, wrapped things up with Jingle Jangle, who was lovely and, you know, did not disappoint in her adorableness or 
Um, quite frankly, her stash of keys uh, kind of came through clutch for you guys. Um, and when you left, you decided to continue to head north towards the Brigand Tollway, uh, which is where Jingle Jangle knows that Agden Longscarf and the rest of the Herringons tend to call home. So I did find this map and uh, I want to say uh, thanks for creating a wonderful map to the Meditating Monkey. Uh, that's the creator of this map. I just wanted to uh, make sure that I got that in there. I, I also needed a better map of the Brigand Tollway because I don't think that uh, the Las Vegas table really kind of got the size and breadth of, the, of this thing. Like, it's massive. Look at that. You guys had crossed a stream. You saw the uh, the nightmare vision of the bullywog heads that were on sticks and they were still right, talking to right. each other. On the approach to the brigands' tollway, you see a foggy marsh. It's all stretched out in front of you. Uh, rickety causeways made of wooden planks form a wide web-like structure above the bog. 300 feet away, many of these causeways converge into an enormous ivy-covered tree stump tree stump that rises a good 10 feet above the 20 foot high fog bank that enshrouds it. So we are talking like 30 feet up is this uh, stump. Uh, a couple of things I'm going to mention. Um, the causeway is five feet wide and it is in poor condition. And um, as you guys approach, good to know. yeah, I, I thought that uh, that would be a handy little piece of information. And as you guys approach, um, you, I don't know, where can you park the giant snail here? I guess we could put him on. I think what we'll do is uh, we'll just kind of have you guys bring him up onto a little piece of the tollway. Hang on, just X mark the spot here now. So we can just kind of bring uh, Sir Dave, right? Um, yep, Sir Dave. Yeah, and kind of park him up here on a little piece of the tollway. So I'll just pop him up here. And since Janet is not with us um, for today's game... What we'll do is uh, we'll just say that Apple was simply uh, frightened out of her little bunny boots um, with the uh, scene that she saw in the stream. So uh, she uh, is now riding on the back of Sir Dave and uh, she's kind of started to doze off a little bit and she just has fallen asleep and she's having wonderful bunny dreams. Um, so as you guys arrive, um, maybe you don't want to wake her up uh, as you go to explore the big brigand to tollway in search of Jingle Jangle's truffles. Um, and Rain, I think you two should go first. This uh, nice stomp a hoof on the rickety walkway. Rickety clack. Secure for me. Mm -hmm. Rickety clack. Um, you can uh, use your... Would you, would you, yeah, you can. Um, would you, would you say, um, Liam, that you're running right now? Are you running across those planks? No, I don't think so. No? Okay. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Not, no, no need to run. Okay. So as you guys are uh, kind of experimenting or not experimenting, as you guys are arriving and walking along the plankway, um, you do come across um, this bunny. <laughs> Sorry. And you recognize this bunny as uh, one of the bunnies who was involved in the stick-up when you first arrived. And uh, this bunny looks despondent. 
I keep saying bunny. I shouldn't be doing that. They're called herring gods. This herring god looks despondent, very, very upset. Um, you know, the, her uh, herring god face uh, is all wet from tears and she's crying, sobbing even. She's clutching a little uh, piece of blue scarf. Her uh, herring god ears, instead of pointing straight up, are like laid flat against her head and are running down her back. And uh, she's sitting at the edge of the causeway and she just kind of has her feet dangling over um, the edge. I mean, that's a sad looking bunny. I mean, hair and gone. <laughs> yes. Yes. And she looks up and she wipes the tears from under her eyes and she goes, oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't see or hear you guys, uh, you guys coming. Um, uh, you know, uh, don't mind me. If you're here for uh, the funeral, you can just head right over to the stump. Uh, I know that uh, Aaron gone would have egged in. Sorry, not Aaron gone. That's a totally different thing. Um, <laughs> Aaron gone the Aaron gone. <laughs> yeah, it's right. me as a Aaron gone. Yeah. Uh, so egged in um, would really have appreciated uh, that you made the trip um, to pay your respects. Uh, I know he would have really appreciated everybody who's been she like launches into another like fit of horrifying to watch <laughs> uh, sobs. Uh, like it's racking her whole body. She's feeling this whole thing. Um, and I just um, look over at uh, Liam and like raise one eyebrow like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. How about this one, guys? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that moment when you know someone wants you to ask something. Right. It's kind of awkward. You're like, I don't really. You're right. I thought, no, not literally. I know, quite literally. Um, like, what happened to Agden? Agden? Um, well, it was uh, part of why this is so hard is because it, it was an honorable fight. Um, but um, Agden was defeated by a group, and um, we just never thought that that would happen. Agden you know, was was the, the Prince of Prismere. He was he was our leader. He was the he was the Herringon we all looked to. And now they're trying to tell me that responsibility falls to me and I don't want it. I don't want to be important. Well, what kind of group defeated him? It was another, it was just a group of strangers. And, um, you know, they, there was, um, there was a little one and a lot like you. And she points to you, Liam. Um, and there was, um, a, a lady who looked a lot like, um, you know, just like humans do. You've seen humans before, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it looks, what looked like that. And there was a giant turtle, and there was another one who was really scary. That was the one that Agden was fighting, and he had swords and daggers and a hood, and he could disappear and reappear. It was really scary. I uh, see. Well, do you know if Agden, where his house is? Cypress has like an aha moment. Okay, perfect. You met one. Agden 
stayed with um, everybody else. Um, we just kind of made our, our tents and stuff on top of the, the, the tree over there. If you want to go and, and, and uh, you know, pay your respects, I believe that everybody is still there and his pyre is still burning. I don't know if you could smell the burning wood, but that, that's his, that's his funeral that's still happening. And, um, you know, it, it's just a, it's a really sad day for us here. And as uh, she starts to talk about how sad everyone is feeling, you note a couple of things um, that forever twilight sky is now kind of shrouded in a heavy cloud. And um, the fog seems thicker and heavier. The, um, the orchestra of you know, swamp creatures and insects and things like that. Even their chirping and, and the sounds that you hear from those sound, you know, crestfallen and uh, they sound not quite as chipper as they had been sounding during your time so far in Hither. But we recognize her from our first, when we first got here, mm-hmm. as one of the hair god that had Dave. Yes. Oh, they got no sympathy for me. They were hurting Dave. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That is kind of fucked up. Oops, sorry. They got no sympathy for Dave. No. Yeah. We don't believe in people who abuse animals. I I looked down at her and with prestidigitation, I just kind of wave my fingers and do to uh, clean her up. Like I suck it up, Buttercup. We all got responsibilities that we got to take care of. And she's like, what? What? And she like bursts into another round of like just <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible sobbing. Ooh. So messy. Ooh. Ooh, messy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you name somebody else in your place and and abdicate your your responsibilities? It's never been done before, and but that I, doesn't mean it can't be done. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. This is all. It's all so sudden and so unexpected, and uh, I just. So, what kind of responsibilities do you have to do? Well, I, I have to. I have to rule in his stead. I have to make sure that anything that we steal, um, the best of it has to go to Bavlorna. Um, that was one of his rules that he had. And hang on a second. Who's Bavlorna? Bavlorna, um, he's the of, lady in charge, I think. Right? Yeah, one of the one of the hourglass coven. Bavlorna Blightstraw. She she uh, rules this part of Presmere. And mm-hmm. you know, I never really said it to anybody, but I think that Agden was a little bit afraid of her. Have you ever met her? Um, I've never spoken to her, but I have seen her, and she's pretty. Um, well, I mean, she she kind of kind of looks like a toad, kind of like she has really big eyes, and she sits like a toad, and she like has a crawling lily pad that she travels around on. That's pretty toad, like. Yeah, it's not. Um, yeah, she's, sounds pretty toadish to me. Yeah, she's, yeah, that's like three more features than most people have. Yeah, of a um, toad. she's she's pretty she's pretty scary looking to be honest, and I I don't I don't I don't know. She calls downfall home if you guys are looking for her she's that way and she kind of like points in a general direction and um she says but i will tell you that the soggy court um you know they they definitely are on um bavlorna's side and they definitely don't like it when people show up and try to mess with slack jaw lorna as you know we call her 
All right. Uh, I have a question for you. What, uh, what do you need to know? Oh. I need to know. Oh, she's crying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> quit it with the waterworks. I got a question. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Agdane's, he's done so, right? He just burnt him. Yeah, they killed him. Oh, oh God, right. Him. Yeah. He's so now dead. you're in charge of this place, right? Yeah, it's got to be me. All right. Well, can you bring us to his house? Because he, oh, he's he got a friend of ours, Truffles, and we need to take him back. Truffles? What? Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> She's like, okay, no problem. And she gets up and she like, you know, like when you're a kid and you do like the big snot wipe right, but wipe right up your arm, just like <laughs> she does that and kind of squares her shoulders a little bit and uh, like straightens out her clothes and and uh, starts to head towards the middle of the map, which is the that big old stump there in the middle. Actually, they're up again with prestidigitation. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so she's just gonna work. And as you guys get closer to the stump, you see all these little rope ladders that they use to climb up and down. These little things here. That's how they come up and down. Um... So you guys climb up one, and this is this is actually not a funeral pyre, but for um, our purposes today and this map, uh, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> um, I'm like stuck right back here. Let me bring my character up here. There we go. Yeah. Um, so she, um, you know, walks by some of the mourners and uh, people who are still there watching the the fire burn down, and she goes over to this particular tent everything on here is just kind of like hobbled and cobbled together there's um underneath this one with the skull um there's actually a throne under under there and uh it's surrounded by just what looks like heaps of absolute junk none of it looks like it's worth anything there's like um you can see like little tiny chairs that might be good for like a pixie to use there's um you know like little tiny shoes and all kinds of you know, weird and wonderful things that just have absolutely zero value because they have to give their best stuff to Beth Lorna. Um, but uh, she kind of gestures to the throne and says, that's that's Agden's tent. I mean, it's my tent now. And she starts crying again. And uh, she just kind of like waves in its direction and she just kind of heads off and crawls into one of the other tents. And uh, you just hear a whole bunch of bunnies all start kind of sobbing together in one of the tents. Like, it is messy in here right now. But you can give me some investigation. And um, Cypress, yeah. um, as everybody is making that roll, what was your history check for? Oh, whether she remembered of the turtle. Uh, uh, Bevy? Yes. So she has an inkling it might be him. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Absolutely. What, oh, what check am I making? Sorry. Uh, investigation. Because you're going to look for that little bag of truffles. Yeah. Truffle bag. Truffle bag. Oh, no. I definitely don't know. Really. No. You are distracted by solving bunnies. Or hair yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So the first thing that you see. Um, that for some reason has captivated you. Perhaps it's how well they were able to catch the likeness. Um, and uh, this is one of the most realistic paintings, actually, that you've ever seen. 
The weird part, Liam, about this painting is that it's only one inch square and it depicts a sleeping elf. But you could almost swear that instead of looking at a little tiny like postage stamp size painting, you're actually looking through like a little tiny window. That's how real this painting looks. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. So you can decide if you want to pocket that or whatever. Anybody else want to have a peek through stuff? I rolled a 15. You rolled a 15? Okay. Yeah. And Cypress, did you roll? Uh, nope, she's not interested. She wants to approach the um, uh, crying bun- uh, Haragon. Okay, no problem. So you're going into the tent with them. So that one is... Um, you have found... <laughs> Rain, I'm not sure why this piqued your interest, but you found a paintbrush made entirely of ceramic, including the bristles. So it's actually uh, more like a... Um, uh, like a quill, sort of. You know, like those glass pens that you can get, you dip your ink into, and you can write with them. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah, you can actually buy glass paintbrushes too. Yeah. Special ink. Yeah. Uh, so you you do spot one of those, and um, as you can see any ink. Uh, there's you don't see any ink. No, just the paintbrush. Uh, but you do see a bag that is kind of toppled over onto its side, and it does look like there's a truffle just outside of that one bag, like one kind of fellow. Right. I'm taking oh my both. God. Okay. I'll stick that truffle back in and close it off. Perfect. And just kind of tie it onto your belt? Tie it onto my belt. Yep. Perfect. Okay. All right, Cypress, what do you, what, you're going to find the bunny sobbing? Yep. Yep. She's going to find the sobbing bunny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she crawled in this tent over here. <laughs> goes to knock but there's fabric there so she makes a sound knock 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 and you just hear yeah um hello can I come in um okay steps in um about your problem about not wanting to rule yeah how about considering like a co-rule situation with who you no 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 not me Another Haragon member, party member, uh, group. What do you guys call yourselves? We're the brig- we're the brigands. We're the Haragon Brigade. Brigade's cool. Brigands, not so much. No, well, that's that's what we called ourselves. You know, and, and I want to reconsider job choices. Thievery is not good. Get new jobs. Yup. I mean, I haven't really considered it, but it's pretty much what we're, all that we're even remotely good at is stick em ups and stealing stuff from folks. Stick em ups. Honestly, and like, she kind of scratches a chin. You're not really good at that either, looking at the, the group <laughs> stuff that is over under right. the tent there. Um, she's like, well, all of the really good stuff we have to give to Bavlorna and you know, it was a deal that Agden and her had, and we just don't have anything. You could learn. Like, learn. the your walkways need fixing. Maybe start look, learning woodwork. Learning woodwork? She kind of looks at... Carpentry? She kind of looks at the other bunnies around her, and, you know, if any of them look back, they all kind of shrug at each other, and they're like, I mean, I guess... 
could. Um, Anyways, thievery, not your strong suit. And, and you gotta treat the snails better. She goes, well, we we had a lesson in stealing since we saw you guys last. A lesson? Uh-huh. You shouldn't steal. What about the, the three the three rules for here? No, I know. And that's why when we were living under Zablina, it was so hard because she had all these crazy rules. And now that it's the uh, the sisters, the hags, we um, we don't have to follow those rules anymore. But everybody still else follow does. They're good rules. Wow. So we're not going to have fun anymore, are we? Were you really having fun? I mean, sometimes. I look at the funeral pyre and I point. Okay, good point. Think about it. Carpentry. There doesn't have to be carpentry. Could be something else. And she nods like she's set her piece and walks away. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. guys have found the truffles you found a couple of trinkets sort of <laughs> um, all of a sudden that herring gone bursts out of the tent and she goes wait 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 I gotta I got a favor to ask and, what kind of favor? and we'll owe you for this favor but if you help us get rid of Bavlorna, we'll stop thieving. I mean... What do you say get rid of? I mean, get rid of. She'll leave, will she leave peacefully, you think? I... I... I, I, I don't... I don't think so. I mean, she's crazy paranoid. Hmm. I think we were intending to anyway. We need to learn something from her as they turn the others. You know, when one of these deals is is struck between people, uh, it could just be that um, the first part happens right away, and then the second part could happen like decades later. But you, they'll always owe you something, hmm. uh, and it is something that they do take quite seriously. Um, she also um, told you guys, Cynthia, that uh, downfall is absolutely where you guys will find Bavlorna. Um, she doesn't leave very often, and uh, the soggy court uh, is very much on her side. Soggy court? Is it like a marsh? Um, well, it's more like toads that live there. And they think they're real fancy. I don't know. They, they always seemed a little bit weird to me, but Agden always kind of suck up, sucked up to them. Well, Agden sounds like a real winner. I think you could be at a huge improvement over your uh, how y'all are living and, and going forward. Huh. <clears throat> um, I mean, that's really nice that you think that. Okay, well, I guess if we want to help these rabbit people... We need to go talk to that lady, Lee Bavlorna. That sounds like the worst idea ever, honestly. Well, 
Well, I mean, you guys can say you agree to it and then just not follow through. It's <laughs> entirely up to you guys and how you guys. I mean, I guess that's true, but we'll probably get there. Right. We'll try. Yeah. So. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. Okay. So why don't we? We're gonna return these truffles to to. Uh, Oh yeah, jingle jangle, yeah, yeah. Jingle yeah. jangle. Mm-hmm. Let's ask her if they know anything about this Bavorda check. Jingle jangle? Yeah. Yeah. Jingle jangle may know more. She may, she may. Yeah. So you guys uh say farewell to <laughs> the morning herringons and head uh back towards Telemy Hill. Uh, the trip seems a little shorter than it did when you guys came down. Um, and this is where you realize that Telemy Hill moves. <laughs> it doesn't always stay in the, that one spot. Um, so you see where it is on the map here. Um, mm-hmm. It's now like closer to like up here. Ah, okay. It's more in that area. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of put you guys up here. It's going to look like you're just hovering in the middle of a swamp, but we'll just say that, have that marked as telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you arrive, it's again, uh, you are welcomed with that wonderful, sweet smell of like green apples and fresh cut grass and uh, perhaps notes of citrus in there. Uh, much improved over the smell of the dank swamp. Um and uh, as you start to approach, all of the trees kind of move over to that side of the hill that's facing you guys, and they're all waving, like just, and there's just leaves falling oh, everywhere. Hey. <laughs> yeah, they're just, almost leaves are falling to the ground. Uh, the trees are very happy that you guys are making your way back. Cypress is waving too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And uh, middle, uh, comes down to, uh, you know, as far to the bottom of the hill as she can get, or I guess as they can get, because trees aren't, well, yeah, I guess there's male and female trees. Anyway, I'm overthinking it now. Uh, <laughs> they get to the bottom of the hill and say, she, uh, she, they say, welcome back. <laughs> we were hoping we'd Get to see you all again. I forgot you did this last time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it reminds me of Captain Kirk. <sighs> what I was going for, and I, well, I'll explain what I was going for after. Uh, basically, like, um, the idea is that they need a little bit of a breeze in order to make their voices work. Oh, they sound wispy. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why the it's so broken yeah. up is because you know it. Uh, the, wind the wind carries their voice. Blow, to us. Yeah, it blows and then it stops. So it's it's a very broken, very uh, not predictable speech pattern. It's just kind of all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Jingle home, or Miss Jingle? Yes. Yeah, she JJ home. Still. Hasn't left. But she did have more visitors. Oh? They had a tiny purple dragon. 
Mm. Oh, Sir Tolliver. Are they still here? They are not. But Jingle Jangle helped. How so? Jingle Jangle has many keys. Don't we have the key? We have the key, right? Yes, you guys we do. do. Yeah, you guys <laughs> have a key for sure. Um, but, uh, well, you guys will have to talk to Jingle Jangle about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. We need to go speak with Jingle Jangle. And, and Middle goes, okay, no problem. And she steps to the side. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I was going to do like three more sentences of her just saying you can get by me and whatever, but I was like, no, I'm just going to stop it there. So it was a weird inflection. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So you guys head up to the top to Jingle Jangle, the top of Tellamy Hill. And um, again, you get to the very top and it's, you know, exactly the same as you left it. Um, the uh, stairs go down like you're going down into a cellar. And um, it's still that kind of musty smell, but it still smells much better than the swamp. And uh, as you enter, um, you see Jingle Jangle uh, standing over a box of keys. And she seems to be just kind of going through the keys and, and counting them. Hello, Miss Jingle. Jingle Jangle. And Jingle Jangle turns around and her eyes get absolutely massive. And she's like, friends, it is good to see you again. Jingle Jangle has missed you very much. Thank you. Yeah, missed you too. Uh, do I have the key? Who has the key? I want to give it, just give it back to her. We don't need it anymore, I don't think. I can't remember who had it, but yeah, we, we did have it. I don't think I had it. We were going to, I don't think she needs the key though. But I mean, um, we don't need it anymore. So who were the visitors you had? Yeah, that. So the um, visitors, uh, they were they were very nice to Jingle Jangle, and they were very helpful, and they said that they were going to beat up Agden Longscarf, and they were going to do it, and that they were going to make sure that um, Longscarf paid for stealing Jingle Jangle's truffles. For her. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, he certainly did pay. What do you mean? Yeah. They killed him. They what? They killed him. Good. We just left the Harrigans and they killed him and they're all in mourning. This makes Jingle Jangle happy. Yeah. They did. Did, did you know they knocked Jingle Jangle down and beat Jingle Jangle with wooden clubs? The yeah, I think yet? they're pretty rotten. They were. Sleep terrible. I think that yeah. they got what they deserved. Yeah. Their new leader's terrified of taking over. I would imagine that's not a very good place to be at the top. You know, everybody's trying to get there. So who's this? Uh, what's the name of that one that, we got, that they want us to beat up? Bevlorna. Oh, no, Bevlorna. That's it. So who's this Bevlorna we're hearing about? And uh, you see... Um, it's just for like a flash, but you see like true recognition and like true f- like fear across the face of Jingle Jangle, just like in a split second. 
And Jingle Jangle uh, continues, and she says, Bavlorna is the ruler of Hither. She is one of the Hourglass Coven, and the Hourglass Coven doesn't get along anymore. Bavlorna believes that her sisters are trying to um, take over, and um, Bavlorna um, it doesn't want to have that happen, and um, all that we want is to have uh, Zablina brought back, but we don't know what the Hourglass Coven has done with her. So, what's his name? Air, 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 not Aragorn. Agden? Agden. <laughs> Aragorn? Yeah, that's it. So, Agden was actually kind of working for Avlorna. And, and she, paying, like, she, like, raises a paying finger. Them, paying them and stuff. And, yeah. She, like, raises a finger and she's like, I knew it. I knew that's what was going on. Why else yeah, would they steal from everybody? The- Nobody needs that much yeah. stuff. As she stands in the middle of her room, crammed full of keys. <laughs> well, key, it's, the keys are kind of, to, my, to me. The keys are kind of a an obsession with her. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. no, 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 no. When you acquire things, a lot of something, it's not an obsession. It's a collection. Like my <laughs> dice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As if she's an actual, she's an actual goblin. (laughs) They have just such random stuff. I mean, yeah, I can see how yours is a collection, but what they have is just random stuff. Poor quality. So they were giving or uh, Abaddon. No, that's not his name. Bevlorna. Agden. No, him. Agden. Yes. He was giving Bevlorna the best of everything he acquired. Oh. Do the rest of the brigands know that that's what he was doing? Because I don't think they'd be very happy. That's what the little, whatever her name is, told us that the one that's taken over is that he was giving her all the best of it. Well, believe me, we've seen the worst of it. That's crap. Oh, well, that is no fun. Did you happen? Did you find a, did you, um, did you find a bag of truffles? I turned slightly and, and put my, my shirt aside for the bag hanging down. And she, like, squeals, like, <laughs> you know, when you see a kitten or a puppy that's just too cute for words. Yeah. You know, that, like, squeal that you make? Yeah, that's exactly. I never do that. Yeah, that's the noise that she makes. <laughs> I untie it and I take it over and I hand it to her. And she, like, dives into the bag and she, uh, you know, starts counting them to make sure that everything is there. And she's like, oh, there's even two extra. This is a wonderful day for Jingle Jangle. Agden doesn't exist anymore. This makes Jingle Jangle happy. Jingle Jangle has truffles back that the bad bunny stole from Jingle Jangle. That makes Jingle Jangle very happy. I haul out that paintbrush. I'm like, you know what this thing is? And she was like, kind of tilts her head a little bit. And she goes, a, it, it looks like an ornament maybe? I was thinking. It looked interesting, so I took it. Yeah. That's weird. That's a weird one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the buddies want us to get rid of Bavlorna for them. Oh. Um. The hair and gone. What does it get? Well, you know, it, um, it, it wouldn't be a bad thing for Hither 
if Bavlorna was not around anymore, uh, to be honest with you. Um, you know, she's the one that brought and made it all look this way. It, it was never swampy before. Before, it was lovely and beautiful. And it all looked like the way Telemy Hill looks now. But it doesn't anymore. Ah. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah. That's some this place would have been magic. awesome. Mm-hmm. It used to be really fun to live here. Now it's just scary, but, uh, you know, Jingle Jangle has Telemy Hill to keep Jingle Jangle safe. Yeah. And we want Jingle Jangle to stay safe. Oh, good. Jingle Jangle is happy to hear that. Cypress so squats down, Pat's Hill, good hill. <laughs> That's great. Jingle Jangle giggles. She says, do you want some truffles? Jingle Jangle is hungry. I will cook you some. Absolutely, oh, yes. Oh, you enjoy- I don't want any. You can enjoy your truffles. I want to eat them. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and Jingle Jangle claps her hands and she jumps and she goes, come in right up. And she goes into uh, that like little back room that looks like it's kind of where she sleeps. Uh, and you just hear a lot of clamoring and pots and pans and stuff like that. And she comes out with one and she puts it right on top of the fire. And um, she goes over to another cupboard and opens it up and she kind of starts to dig through it. And she's like, keys are coming out of every single cupboard or drawer that she opens. <laughs> and uh, she finally gets it and she finds like an oil and she throws oil in the pan. And then she chops up all of the, uh, not all of them, like three or four of the uh, truffles and uh, just throws them in the in the frying pan and she only lets them cook for like 30 seconds just long enough to kind of warm them up a bit and uh she tops them with um some peppercorns and she puts a few on a plate and she hands them to Liam and she puts a few on a plate and she hands some to Cypress thank you she puts some on a plate and she holds them out to rain I take them thank you and she just grins the biggest grin. Like even like the ends of her goblin ears start to turn a little pink. Like she blushes. <laughs> um, and uh, she takes the last few and she puts them on a plate for herself. And uh, she kind of gets comfy and she finds a little spot on the ground, on the floor. And she just sits down and she starts eating them with her fingers. And she just kind of nibbles, nibbles, nibbles. And as she does it, um, she's like, nom, nom, nom. Mm, nom, nom, nom. Mm. <laughs> that was a same, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that she has prepared these is the abs- I don't know how the fuck you're supposed to cook a truffle, but the way that she has done it is absolutely correct for this particular type of truffle. <laughs> yeah, yum. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thanks, JJ. JJ, Jingle Jangle likes that. All right, we're gonna go beat up some frog lady. Yeah. Jingle Jangle um, finishes her truffles, and she gets up from where she was sitting and she if you guys are all finished she takes all of the plates from everyone and she takes them and she sets them on top of a, of a cupboard that she has and um she turns around to like she's going to come back and sit back down again and she kind of stops in her tracks and she backs up a couple of steps and she opens a drawer and she starts digging through this drawer and you see like just random like it looks like a, a sock comes out of the drawer there might be a <laughs> glove whatever just like random stuff like that and she comes out with a red cap Almost like like a toque. Uh-huh. And um, she 
comes over to you guys and she says, I know that this isn't much, but you've done a really good thing for Jingle Jangle. And Jingle Jangle would like to give you this. And she hands it over. Anybody want to grab it? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Uh, so she hands it to you, Rain. And uh, when you are you going to put it on? I look at it first. Yeah. It just looks uh, like a, a red cap. Okay. The red, red toque. I'll put it on. Okay. So you pop it onto your head, and instead of it just like sitting like a normal toque would, it actually gets longer in the back. So it ends up like fitting your head perfectly, but it like slumps down the back of your head and your neck, and it kind of like sits on your shoulders. So it like warms all of your head and like stretches down onto your shoulders as well when you wear it. Uh-huh. And she says, that hat has kept Jingle Jangle warm on lots of chilly days. And Jingle Jangle would like for you guys to have it because you guys have been so good to Jingle Jangle. Uh, Thank you, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're thanks. welcome. She just thanks seems- more for the truffles, though. They were delicious, right? It was almost worth they getting good. I over. Will, I will say they were very good. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your graciousness oh. and sharing them with us. Absolutely. Thank you guys for all of your help. Jingle Jangle is much less sad than Jingle Jangle was the last time you saw Jingle Jangle. The trees mentioned you had visitors earlier with uh, Sir Tolliver. Were you able to free him? Um... I did, yes. So um, the key, um, I don't want. I don't. I don't want that key back. Don't give me back that key. I gave that key to you guys, but um, I might have had a duplicate. I don't know. But when I saw the cage, I knew which key went into it, and I found it and I gave it to them. And they opened the cage, and you know they were they were kind of mean to Sir Tolliver a little bit. I thought like they didn't believe him. Um, that he was going to come back after he got help. Um, But they did eventually let him go, and he flew away. I do not know exactly where it is that he went, though. But he got away from them? He did, yeah. They still have his cage, and they still have the key, but um, they had to take it away from the little goat one. And she she looks at Liam um, and says, because he was going to eat it, so they didn't let him have the key. I mean, you know... You can't let that happen. I mean, a, a snack is a snack. Jingle Jangle understands, but gee whiz. Thank you, Miss Jangle. You Thank are you. welcome, friends. Can Jingle Jangle call you friends? Well, of course. You can. Okay. Good to know. Jingle Jangle like likes Jingle friends. Jangle. Good. Um, and um, if, if you are going to go... Uh, to where Bavlorna lives. It's a place, it's called Downfall, and you need to be careful because there have, um, she has, um, they're like, they're toad people, and um, sometimes they're not very nice. They dress fancy, but they're not fancy. We'll keep in mind. Okay. Uh, will Jingle Jangle yeah. see you again? Hope so. Me yeah, too. I hope so. Mm-hmm, me too. Might be longer wait, but we'll try visit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jingle Jangle will tell middle and left and right to keep an eye out for you. Okay. Thank you. Take, thank you. You take good care of them, too, and take care of yourself. Okie dokie. 
So you guys uh, leave Jingle Jangle uh, with promises to see everyone again and new best friends and and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, as you uh, get back on the road again to start your traveling, um, you um, as you cross that stream again, you guys all kind of like close, close your eyes as you step across it because you don't want to see any uh-huh. terrible visions again. Um, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, no, it's not not a fun time. Uh, you get past a couple of those wells that had the geysers coming up out of them. Sorry, apparently I have to yawn. Um, Sir Dave helps pull uh, your raft uh, when the water gets Cypress a little helps bit. carries it, yeah. Yeah, perfect. And, uh, you know, when the water gets a little bit too deep because of those wells, um, you know, the, Sir Dave comes in clutch and um, you guys get back to the edge of the brigand tollway. And I need you all to give me a perception check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Liam. <sighs> you know, you're like you can't. Uh... You keep trying to mess with Apple in her sleep. so every once in a while you find like some pebbles and you pick up a pebble and you just kind of like throw them up trying to hit her like in the foot trying to mess with her a little bit every once in a while you hit and she just kind of like moves a little bit it makes you giggle you let it go for a little while and then you come back to it again um for cypress and rain however uh as you're walking you're starting to notice the ground um is full of different objects than what you're used to seeing in the ground. Like you're used to seeing, you know, the, the odd, um, like boot or something like that kind of sticking out of the muck. You'd assume it's just an, a traveler who stumbled here and wasn't ready for the rise of water or whatever, just an unfortunate situation for that particular being. Um, but what you're seeing here is signs of some kind of ancient, Battle, like the the ground seems scarred in different ways from the rest of uh, what you've seen in Hither. Um, you see uh, remnants of like a shield kind of sticking out of the ground. You see like a a sword broken, and uh, you know the end of the sword and the hilt of the sword sword uh, sticking out of the ground right beside each other. You're starting to see stuff like that. And does anybody want to go investigate this, or are you just going to sail right past it? I don't think I noticed, so you guys are going to have to... Thor, didn't you? Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Yep, Cypress goes too. Cool. So what you see is um, two uh, suits of armor, and they look, you know, a little obviously worn from weather and rain and creatures walking over them for years and centuries and, and all of that. Um, but you can tell that they are of elven origin. Um, there's the telltale owl-shaped helmet uh, that uh, the two suits of armor have. Um, it's all of the usual flourishes that you know come from elves. And this particularly strikes with you, Rain. Um, yeah, so as I say, like, do I notice anything in particular about it? Yeah, um, I don't think you notice anything too, like nail on the head stuff like there's no aha moment here for you or anything like that um perhaps this is something that um you may have learned about 
a little bit as a child, but when you're seven, ancient battles don't really mean a whole lot to you. So, you know, it was one of those things, situations where you, you write your school report and then you just forget everything as soon as you pass it in because it just is not of yep. any kind of interest yep. to you whatsoever, right? As you go through it, are you interested in any pieces of that armor, like the helmets or the gauntlets or anything like that? Well, it's elven. I, I I take at least sell it. Okay. Huh? Starburst is interested in the uh, the weapon. Yeah, I mean, this is something we could actually even sell. Mm-hmm. That's true. I can't carry it. I got a straight to ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can do that. All right. So you guys go it. to start to retrieve pieces of this armor. And as soon as you reach down for it, it scuttles out of the way. It moves. Um, I try reaching The armor moves? Mm -hmm. Is there anything coming, like sticking out of it that looks like it's still on a body? No, nothing. It appears to be completely hollow. Cerebus takes a couple of steps and tries to reach for it again. <laughs> and the same thing happens again. Um, but you do hear quite a bit of uh, clanging behind you and you look over your shoulder and there's a complete suit of armor now standing behind you. And when you look back to the one that you were trying to get a hold of, also a full suit of armor now standing in front of you. Just roll initiative, kids. <laughs> Six for Cypress. <laughs> Noise. Super, that's a nice little spread. I like it. I like it. All right, Liam, you've been, you were watching Cyprus and it was just, you were ready for it to turn into a comedy of errors of her like accidentally kicking a piece of the armor forward and then going to pick it up and then kicking it and then going to pick it up. Um, but it definitely has taken a far different turn than you were expecting it to. Um, what you want to do? Uh, I think... Um... Uh, I don't know. I guess I will move. I want to like. Oh my goodness! It's an animated armor, so I probably can't like talk to it. So right, I can't really convince it to move. So I guess I'll just swing at it. Go for no it. sneak attack. What a what a mistake! <laughs> but. What else do I have? Maybe I have something else cool I can use for moments like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what level am I? Oh, yeah. Okay. How about I... What is this? 1d4? That's awful. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Listen, rogues uh, are pretty stacked, man. A d4 for one or two things just balances you out. Uh, I want to... I wonder if I have to hide or I don't have I know I don't have to but you don't need advantage no and since you have yeah and you kind of have Cypress directly on the other side of you so I'm comfortable um, assuming that um, because Cypress was ready and trying to pick up bits of the armor that the armor is facing Cypress so I'll give you sneak attack at least on this first one 
Oh, it's oh, Friday. I, yeah, I, but I have a, I have different sneak attack. You gave you gave an additional way. Oh, okay. So so I still I would still need to hide because. Well, it's it's also not aware of you. What I'm saying is, it's not aware of you at all because it's it's watching oh, Cyprus. I'm already hiding. Right. So you're. Oh. And, and it, you know, it's entirely possible that this suit of armor is just not aware of you at this point. I so see. this is almost like a, a free action for you. Is kind of how I'm looking at it. Um, you know, make your swing. I'm going to count it, count sneak attack damage, all of that kind of stuff. Um, okay. I just feel like that Please. makes sense. I will swing at it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the hell? Inventory dagger. What do I have equipped? This short sword. Short that doesn't make sword. sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Swing with that. How do you add sneak attack, man? I don't. I don't know. There's, I'm, I'm pretty... such an, a rookie when it comes to <laughs> which being is so a rogue. funny to me. Sneak attack. Oh, I found it. Do yeah. I? Just... Okay, I found it. Okay. There you go. Great. So right. attack, swing, normal. Okay. Yeah. God, yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. Okay. All right. Once we're going to deal an extra, so then I go short sword, damage, sneak attack, damage. Yeah. Nice. So, wow. Yeah. 17. Um, and I don't have the damage buttons on my chat anymore. Okay, so give me a second. Minus eight, oh, you minus can right nine, click. right? Minus eight. Uh, you can right click to add damage and apply healing and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Minus eight, minus nine. Okay. And then I will end my turn. All right. Next. Oh, whoops. It should begin combat. How about that? All right. Uh, animated armor. It is armor's turn. And it is going to very sluggishly. So I'm even going to roll disadvantage. Slam dancing. <laughs> Oof. Does a 12 hit? No. You'd easily dance out of the way. And the animated armor makes a sign of being frustrated. Rawr! Uh, rain. <laughs> You're up. All right. Mm-hmm. Are any of the party, of the three of us, within 10 feet? I'd say both of us are within 5 feet of each of them. Yeah, everybody seems to be, like, within 5 feet. What are your cons? Uh-oh. Cypress's <laughs> <laughs> eyes go wide. Uh, I mean, my modifier is not zero. <laughs> Mine's up there. Mm-hmm. So they're within 5 feet of both of them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Leem is, um, how far from, so the one above you, Cynthia, Leem is, it says two miles away. <laughs> two miles, no, it's just yeah. five, it's ten, two miles. Yeah. We'll call five, it ten, ten feet, feet ten yeah. feet away. And Cyprus is five feet from both of them. And five feet from you. And Leem is five feet from you. It's all very strange. Well, I was going to cast on the one that's in front of me. Okay. But I don't want Cyprus to get... You can do it. It's a card check. You can do it. All right, I'm casting Shatter. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Fucking Shatter. A loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a card check or a constitution saving throw. 
Creature takes 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save, or half as much on a successful one. A creature made of inorganic material, such as metal, has disadvantage on the saving throw. Okay. No a non magical item that isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage if it's in the spell's area. Now, that being said, mm-hmm. I could put it in a space that is just beyond it, but 10 feet. Like, so it would be within 10 feet, but Cypress would not be. Yeah, if it's only a point you can see. It's just any point that of my choosing. Point within, within range. a certain range, or? Yeah, and it's 10 feet. Let me see here. Here we my thingy up? Is there a little Does chat? Does it do the thingies anymore? Where we? No, Sorry, what see. were you looking for? Oh, for it to be my turn. So when I cast it, so when I click on it to cast it. Yeah, okay. it's your turn. Currently. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Yeah. yeah, remember we had all those problems with the modules after that update? And they've yeah. updated since then, and then all the modules got updated. So I gotta relook it. So how do I actually cast it now? The same way you did before. Should be able to click the little beside the name, the little dice logo that shows up when you hover over it. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Let's click it on the name, not the little picture. Ah, all right. Mm. That'll get you every time. Wow, that is really big. Well, the, Ten the, miles. This, yeah. <laughs> so <this is> <laughs> right? <laughs> but I figure if you, yeah, you can range it so it's... Great. There? Yep. Do you see yeah. where I'm going? Mm-hmm. If I did it there, would Cypress still be within 10 feet of it? Um... You know, as long as you can get there. Yeah, as long as you can get that thing. This the animated armor. Um, yeah. And like 10 feet away, so Yeah, like you 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 would center so it right on there. the stump, yeah. And then it should be fine. It will cuz yeah, where would I have to center it on? You're just going to have to deafen a bunch of uh, morning bunnies, that's all. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tough. So if I, if I... Right now I have my thingy on the B and the R in Brigham's. Okay, perfect. Uh, actually, no, it'd be right behind it. It'd be like right on that stump. There? Yeah. In between the in between the, uh, right yeah, I would go or right on, on it. it. Yeah, right on it. All right, so I'm gonna aim it at the stump. Okay, and it's a radius, so that's a good size. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, stop that. Shatter is no joke. Honestly, yeah, don't worry about the template. Quite right. It, yeah, yeah. The, it's not scaled correctly. At all. <laughs> Could you imagine you would rip hither in half? <laughs> I know, oh, right? powerful. <laughs> so. Excuse me. I just cast it. It's on the stump. Okay. For it to take its damage. Okay. So, um, do your so it's a saving a constitution. Okay. Let me just advantage because they're metal. Yep. And I'm doing it with 
disadvantage. Does a 12 pass? No, by DC 13. Okay, so go for Ooh. it and roll damage. And I'm going to get rid of that huge template. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Three. Really? Yeah. Three ones. Three. <laughs> and now everyone will know you are here. Oh, that sucks. Uh. <laughs> well, let them know. Right. Maybe I definitely a few of those damn hair gone. All ones. She oh. was. <laughs> Those are those are some Cypress rolls right there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, Cypress, it's your turn. Oh, sorry, Cynthia, did you have anything else you wanted to do? I don't think I have any bonus actions. Bonus actions. Right. So that's it. Sounds good. Cypress? I'm going to go after the one that she just shattered, okay. and I'm going to attack with my greatsword. Do it. Fifteen. Fifteen misses. Oh, oh. snorting anger. Right. Steam comes out of your nostrils. Uh, do you not have two attacks yet? Uh, no, doesn't seem like. I was checking my features list, and I, the only list uh, doesn't say anything about extra attack. Huh. Weird. Okay. Anyway, then. I've action surge and stuff, but no extra attack. Yet. So it is now that Armor's turn. It's going to grab a hold of you, or try to anyway, Cypress. Um, if I can make it show up. Oh, right, it goes into the chat. Jesus. How long have we been playing this? Mm-hmm. All right. An eight. All the APIs changed. Yeah. It does not hit. does not hit. All right. Liam! Lean, well, lean, lean, lean. Uh, does this guy see? Oh, it doesn't matter. I just swing at him. Mm-hmm. Easy, easily done. Yep. Oh my oh, god. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, I got. So, uh, for your short sword, take one of your whatever the uh, damage dice is, max one of them out, and then roll your double dice. Okay. Uh. So then there's my sneak attack. Yep. Uh, so attack. Hold up. So I do my roll and then just add one. What the heck? So what's the, what's the, um. You know, I'm trying to find out <laughs> my brain and <laughs> what is it? Why doesn't it show us? That's a little bit crazy. Right. What's the hit dice? It doesn't show. Dice for a short sword. I have to look it up. Me too. Five E tools. That's good. I get it. I got it. Items. To be able to click damage. Or no, I know, but it doesn't actually show you. It shows you an example. Uh, not like the real thing. Short sword. S word. One D six. So start with six. And then okay. roll 2d6 and add that together. Okay. Six plus... Hold on. <laughs> what? I just max this out. Yeah. So max, So you start with six. 
and then roll 2d6 plus your modifier Girl, oh it's because i had been clicking oh my goodness because i clicked attack re sorry <laughs> girl what you doing critical hit i just clicked the critical hit button yeah so there's that plus six plus six all right there you go god eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen 15. Plus my sneak attack damage, which you do a crit too? Um, I, you know what? I think so. I don't know. I'm gonna um, click it. Yeah, just go for it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> um, I stabbed it and it's super fleshy. Oh, wait. Uh, I just think I took the damage off the wrong one. Plus eight. Um. <laughs> Body. Me, yeah, sneak attack is legit. <laughs> I, yeah, and now looking at that, I don't think that that's correct. Uh, but regardless, uh, the suit of armor falls in pieces to the ground. I cut it, I guess. Um, so there's now some armor pieces uh, laying on the ground. If you would like to pick some up, anything else for your turn? <laughs> nope, that's all. Okay, you know what I always thought would be like super rad? And this would be impossible to keep track of, but um, you know when you're playing a game like Diablo and you're going through and you just start dropping all of the uh, stuff that you get that you don't want, like daggers that aren't powerful and armor mm -hmm. that isn't yeah. powerful and all that stuff. I've always felt like all of the monsters and NPCs should be able to pick those things up and use them against you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it would be very tricky to track, but what a fun thing. Anyways... That's the dead one. So, Rain, you're up. Yeah. All right, which one's still Jesus? Which one's dead? Uh, the one uh, right to your left. So the one above me is still alive. Correct, yeah. That's the one that you did. I'll uh, just blast. Shatter on. Do it. Do it. I'll just do with the first one. That was my first actual attack. Yeah, that hits. For 12 damage. Noise. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Eldridge Kablamo. No, no, I have no body sections. Okay. Huh? Oh, it's just being a goof. <laughs> uh, Cypress, you're up. All right. I'm gonna stomp a hoof and uh, really put something into the swing. Let's see what happens. Uh huh. Oh, come on. That one. That one. 22. Dang. Yeah, that hits. You're rolling 2d6. 14 Daniel. That might not be right. No, I rolled 2d6 for some reason. It should be. Well, I am using it to be a Oh, so maybe you didn't hit the variant or whatever? No, it didn't give me the option, but uh -huh. uh, I didn't think a great sword was that high. Mm -hmm. Let's have a quick peek. Uh, six bounds, slashing, efficiency. Uh, it is 2d6 slashing. It is, okay. Yep, and it is two-handed, no, so it's, it's always not versatile. Okay. Yeah. This is not the versatile. Yep. 
it is a long sword, I think. Versatile. Versatile. Uh, and I think the great axe is versatile. You know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, mm-hmm. 14 damage. Anything else? Uh, nope, that'll be the end of my turn. It is the animated armor's turn. Animated armor's turn. Slam coming towards Marine. Nineteen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, that hits me. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah, of course it does. I don't have anything that can uh, redirect that. Oh, for six. Oh my God, it gives you eight damage. Frick. That's a damage privately. Yes, eight damage. All right. Oh, did I roll da- privately? Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. self roll. Sorry. Ooh. Grab a quick little screenshot so you can see I'm not bluffing. No, no, it's not that. Just we won't know our damage unless you. Yeah. It's the armor's turn. So now it is Liam's turn. Liam. I mean, Liam. Guess. Liam. Guess what's gonna happen here. Liam. So sneaky. Nope. So sneaky. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh. Nine. That's gonna miss. That's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> I believe in my team. Okay, no problem. Alrighty, and then we have Rain. Again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's only one combatant, so. Ultra's blast. Do it. I'm sorry. I was looking at 18 the to hit. wrong window. Uh, 18 hits, yes. Noise. Noise. And. Kablamo. Whoops, I healed it. Wrong button. Minus. No. That much. There. That one is gone as well. It just. Uh, you hit it with Eldridge Blast. What does your Eldridge Blast look like, by the way? I don't know that we've ever asked that to color it and all of that stuff. Excuse me. My Eldritch Blast. Yeah. Okay, you remember? <laughs> remember the original Care Bears cartoon? <laughs> yeah. When they would all do their Care Bears stare and it would like join as this big rainbow mm-hmm. and come blasting out. Yep. That's my Eldritch Blast. It's a big old rainbow. Big old rainbow. I love it. I'm obsessed. Okay. Uh, So this rainbow, it's the suit of armor. And sparkles. uh, Yeah, it sparkles for a second. And uh, then it just looks like the glitter uh, gets into all of the crevasses of the armor. (laughs) And it just starts to kind of pull it all apart. And it eventually uh, just falls on the ground in a heap. In a heap. Cypress snorts and yeah. she walks over and she picks up one of the helmets and looks inside. Yeah, nothing inside. It's actually uh, ridiculously clean on the inside. There doesn't even appear to be muck or rust. You think it's safe to keep? She asks the others. I mean, sure. It seems safe to me. I mean, if it comes back to life, we can always put it down again. <laughs> Oh, no, always so sensible. Will it fit in her pack? 
Uh-huh. Uh, well, if it doesn't fit in your pack, I'm sure you could tie it to Sir Dave. Yeah, I was, I was thinking it was just like tie it like saddlebags yeah. and put it over mm-hmm. Sir Dave. Is that right, Sir Dave? Uh, Sir, Let Sir Dave. Let me know if it gets too heavy. Yeah, he blinks his eye stalks at you and uh, kind of makes a motion to kind of swing around so it's easier for you to get at uh, the shell. Um, you do kind of have to work around Apple, though, up there. Yeah, I try not to disturb her. <laughs> yeah. Two suits of armor. <laughs> the whole armor you're taking? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cybers looks around for the weapons again. We got hemp and rope. We can, like, pie, tie the pieces on through and hemp and rope. Oh, God, like, yeah. You know, like a necklace. Like, yeah. you put a, like an amulet on a chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like a, the, it's like a like macaroni that. necklace. Except yeah. it's armor. <laughs> Only with elven armor. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Um... For uh, Cyprus, though, there's not really any weapons of any kind of worth. Anything that is here uh, has been broken uh, mm. or is just far too gone. Like, the, if there's any arrows, the shafts of the arrows have long since disintegrated and, and stuff like that. So there's, yeah. it was really just the, the two suits of armor that were left. Mm. Since they tended to be a magical, uh, it uh, helped them stay... Yeah during the, uh, their time in the yeah. environs. And he pats them both and says, we'll find you a new home. The armor is now secured to the back of Sir Dave, the giant snail, uh, with a slumbering apple. You guys have come through relatively unscathed. I mean, rain took a bit of damage, but nothing too, too serious. Um, if you guys are interested in taking like a, a short rest or a, even a long rest, uh, before you get into downfall, this is as good a place as any because you can climb up onto the tollway and stay out of the muck mm-hmm. and all of that yeah. stuff. If you guys are short interested, rest, that might be a good idea. It. We'll end it for tonight. I know not a lot happened today, and I know it was a really short session, but I don't want to get into downfall uh, without having Apple. So um, we will come back in two weeks, and we will go gangbusters in downfall. <laughs>